0: Welcome to Meet the Musician at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator, Street Dreams' own, Stephen John Irby. So
1: I am the co-founder, social director, and editor of larger Street Dreams magazine. Um, Two of my compadres, um, Eric Veloso and Mike C., they they actually just left to make issue 8 right now, so... They left me here by myself, so it's not that weird. <laughs> um, but it's really, I'm really stoked to be here with you guys. Um, it's always great seeing all you know familiar faces and new faces, and um, especially talking about one of my like one of my biggest inspirations and probably the best dude on Snapchat ever, uh, Mr. Taku. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, I just saw you a couple days hey, ago. Hey, everyone. Um, <laughs> Well, just let, please introduce yourself.
0: Uh, so my name is uh, Regan Matthews. I go by the artist name of Taku.
1: Where are you from, dude? I'm you don't from, sound like you're from New York. Huh? You're not from New York?
0: No, not at all. So I'm from Australia, Perth, Western Australia. Does anyone know where that is? No
1: idea. One, oh, one. <laughs> two. Three, That's more than a two. Four. Yeah. So it's,
0: uh, it's a, it's very isolated city in Australia, and it's. Uh, very sunny and very beautiful.
1: Um, where did the name Taku come from in the first place? Uh,
0: so my heritage is I'm half Filipino and half, hey. <laughs> Woo!
1: Who's Filipino? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, right, cool. hey. I'm me too.
0: Mahal kata. Um And my dad is from New Zealand. So he's actually half Scottish, half Maori. And I don't know if you know the Maori culture, but it's uh, Polynesian. Um, and uh, Taku is actually Māori for me. So it's not that exciting. Yes
1: it was, dude. (laughs)
0: but uh, yeah, it was either that or DJ Reggie Reg. (laughs) So I'm, yeah, I don't know.
1: (laughs) I kind of like both, dude, honestly, honestly. Um, But just to, um, I've been a fan of your music for a long time, I don't don't know if any of you you guys heard uh, like songs to make up to or songs to break up to. It's like oh songs to make it oh that's even cool. I did not know that's right there but, um, it's just so it's just so weird being friends with you because I've been listening to your music for so long <laughs> um, but how did you get into music in the first place like how did that uh what was your inspirations and in all that stuff
0: uh, I think for me like uh it just it was a hobby for a long time, so, like most kids, I left high school, didn't know what to do, and uh, I went to what we call TAFE in um in Australia, and it's pretty much like college for stupid people <laughs> and um, I was never the brightest kid but I, I was okay but uh, I dropped out three times and I didn't know what to do and at that time I had to get a job so then I started working as a health insurance salesman man my life is boring no, no um, I do know I've been there Yeah, I, do, and I, was, I, was, I was grinding it like I didn't come from like a crazy musical background my dad wasn't like a, a band player or anything <laughs> like that um, but it's just one of those things when you have a boring 9-to-5, I had to do something to make me, you know, stop killing myself. Totally. And uh, it was music that, that was, was that outlet. And from then it was just, you know, I picked it up, became a hobby, then it turned into much more.
1: When you, um, when you come to making music, have you ever played any instruments before or have you ever did any singing prior?
0: I don't know how to play any instrument at all. Even to this day, like uh, you put me in front of uh, keys or uh, clarinet, uh, clarinet? <laughs> I play a I, don't, bro, clarinet, I play the clarinet, uh, bro. Keys or saxophone a or any, I don't know how to play a, a, a damn thing, but uh, I don't think that really is that important. I, I, I came from the bedroom producer era where I sampled a lot and uh, yeah, just self-taught electronic bedroom producer. Uh, singing, like I never would sing on anything. I would only sing in the shower. Same. Um, in the car. Same. But it's only this year and like re- recently, the last two months, that I've decided to maybe sing over my own stuff. And it's been really nerve-wracking, but I don't have much to lose. You know I
1: mean? No, of course not. It's one life to live. You're YOLO, dude, seriously. Yeah, for real.
0: So like it's, I don't know, a lot of people ask me about my musical background and there's really none. <laughs> but I don't, that's not important. Do you know what I mean? Like no, totally. It is what it is, and you just gotta you gotta make the most of what you're given. I feel the
1: same parallel with um, when it comes to me. Um, I've been I didn't go to school for photography. Um, I, didn't, I didn't you know never went to art school or anything like that. But it was just straight up um, just a passion to learn and a passion to get better at something. And I think that's what the, what's the most important part of it because you make ill stuff all the time. So you really have nothing to worry about. On that dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it's never been something that I've been ashamed of. I've never been in a situation where I'm like, yo, you can't play the piano or, like, you don't know how to play the drums. And it's You don't like, play the saxophone, Yeah, bro? you don't play the clarinet. And it's like, <laughs> I was like, I've never let that bother me at all whatsoever because, to me, um, you know, creating and making art really is a personal thing. And when you, when you create something and you put it out, you aren't putting it out for anyone else but yourself. Yeah, totally. But you have to expect other people to embrace it. <laughs> But also, you have to expect other people to perhaps not like it as much. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's inevitable. Yeah, my mom hates my captions. She thinks yeah. I'm an, she, she thinks well, I'm. An my, idiot. Like my mom didn't know about my music till recently. My oh, dad still not. doesn't know about Taku.
1: So that's crazy, dude. Are you serious?
0: Yeah, like me and my dad have a weird relationship. Like mm. I love him. He's my dad. Same. He loves me, but we. He just doesn't know about Taku, and that's not something that I'm like. Make sure that he has to know, yeah, yeah, totally um, because I think the way I was brought up, there's more to things and than just uh you know one aspect of your life it's it's the whole thing yeah as and done, like if, totally. as long as the relationship's strong there, it doesn't need to be stuck together by Taku, yeah that's a whole nother thing <laughs> no dude, it gets deep dude like yeah. i am oprah you know yeah, yeah. just like her, dude. it feels like that
1: <laughs> when it comes to uh um, you're making music as well like what's your creative process like do you listen to certain kind of music or do you like to eat certain types of food or like how does that... i mean
0: i love to eat that's for sure but like it's i don't know it's weird when i make music it's it definitely comes in spurts it's not like i'm always in the mode to make music it's It definitely comes in in different times. And I I don't know, spending time with family definitely gets me like inspired because those are one of the things that are important to me. Travel gets me inspired. Uh, Listening to other people's music gets me jealous. (laughs) And then it gets me inspired. What What's Um, made
1: you jealous lately? Anything uh, off top? Lido. Oh, yeah, fire.
0: So Lido is playing in New York tonight. And uh, you should definitely go watch him. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not. I can't (laughs) even. But like that dude is uh, like next level musician to me. But whenever I hear a song of his, I love it so much that I hate him. Yeah. And not in a way where I I want to do any harm to him, but it's just like, wow, I wish I could be that talented. Yeah. Um, I know my place. I know my limitations. And I I think it just spurs me to make music the best I can. Yeah. Uh, Other people that create. I think it's good to be jealous a little bit. It's a, it's a healthy jealousy. Yeah, totally. I remember I talked about that on uh, Selection podcast a while ago about uh, Kay Trinata. And I actually told Kay, I was like, man, you know, you're one of those people who I look to and wish I could make music like you. And uh, it, it does bug me out that maybe sometimes I think I can't, but I think it, you spur me on to, to do the best I can. So same thing with photography. You yeah, know? Totally.
1: Like, um, I was going to say that a lot of my friends, uh, every time I open up Instagram or something like that, I would see somebody put up a banger. I'm like, I need to go outside right now. <laughs> yeah. um, it's one of those feelings. It's like healthy competition. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, Not it just all. helps progress everything yeah. much uh, I think smoother. you just
0: need to know what to do with those feelings. Mm. A lot of people harbor them and, and turn it into something that's quite harmful, either unto themselves or to the person that they're you know, aspiring or looking at. And I think that's... You really have to learn how to to deal with those feelings because it can Very definitely turn cool. into something really negative. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, you don't know, be a um, a player hater, dude. It sounds yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's exactly. Not a good idea. Um, but what inspired you know? What inspired? What was the inspiration behind songs to make up to? Um, songs to break up to was like I listened. I still listen to that every day. So what about oh, songs thanks. to make up to?
0: Um, well, songs to break up to was a pretty personal release. Like I had my heart broke. A while ago mm, <laughs> but it happens it happens to everyone and i yeah, don't same. want to talk about um, <laughs> but uh yeah i i was like down the dumps and i didn't know what to do i didn't want to do anything um but i i really used that time to see if i could put my feelings into my music and that sounds super emo But <laughs> i mean that's essentially what that record was um, I was feeling all types of things, all kinds of ways. And um, I thought, you know, what, what would be a better way than to, to try and describe the healing process and the heartbreak process into music? Uh, put them into songs that other people could listen to and perhaps relate to if, if they wanted to. And that was Songs to Break Up To. And when I put it out, I felt mad vulnerable. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this is pretty personal. Yeah, yeah. But seeing other people connect to the EP and kind of relate to it, uh, and also go through the same things was very touching. Uh, at that point, I had enough of music. I was so sick of music. I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, I don't know why. I think I just kind of exhausted myself a little bit. And like, yeah, yeah I'm on a low level music-wise in the industry, but the industry was still getting to me a little bit. Um, so, I had, to, I had to step away. And that's when I picked up my camera and started messing around with photography. And I, I didn't make music for about a year, year and a half. And I was just taking photos. And that's when I met you guys. Hey.
1: <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that as well, too, because your photography is something that's completely different that I don't know a lot of people even are, are even familiar with it, honestly. I mean, you have a bunch of, uh, you have a strong following on social media, but your photography is something that, um, is even crazier than your music oh, sometimes. Oh, um, how did So how did, you forget, how did you get into photography in the first place? Was it um, the fact that you not wanted really to make music for a while, or was it something else?
0: I don't know. Like it's, uh, so when I, when I went to TAFE, I studied graphic design. But I guess I wasn't that good at it, and I wanted to be. But I just, that's what I'm saying. I knew my limitations, and I got to that point where I was like, I don't know if I can get any further than this. And then I found out that I was legitimately colorblind. Um, You know, I can't see purples, browns, oranges. Uh, I can't see some reds. I think pink is gray. And uh, that kind of, yeah, that kind of bummed me out because when I was in in graphic design class and I was using color in my design, people were like, what... What's good with you? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Is everything all right? (laughs) Um, And, you know, I'm like... Little sensitive, so I like I, I dropped out. And I think like visual and design and aesthetics have always been important to me, uh, and it's something that I, I really want to perfect. So I thought, you know, I, I could take up photography because I don't need to know what colors are to shoot a camera. Yeah, i um, And that's when it started, you know I I'd still like to study graphic design, and I might, I might still.
1: So do you feel that photography correlates with your music? And if it does, how so?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, when when I started shooting more and more, and I took that hiatus and was shooting for a year, um, there was nothing more at the end of that year and a half hiatus for me that I I wanted to just get back in the studio and write music. Um, Because even though I did songs to break up to, I was still kind of healing from the heartbreak. Um, But during that time, I kind of discovered more about myself and what I needed to kind of survive. And that's where Songs To Make Up To came from. Um, a lot of people think that the EP Songs To Make Up To is about finding love again or falling in love with someone new or perhaps getting back with a person that you broke up with. And it can it can mean that if you want it to. It can mean you can interpret it any way you want to. But for me, uh, it was literally about making up for lost time that a lot of things have kind of made me pause for a second. So whether it was you know, being heartbroken and not doing anything for like six months because you don't feel like it, or dropping out of graphic design because you feel like you're inadequate in some kind of way, or not creatively adept like other people are, that's what Songs to Make Up 2 was. Like that journey of me saying, you know, I don't need someone else to complete what I think life is. Uh, you don't necessarily need a, a partner, obviously it's nice, and uh, but I think you just need to be okay with yourself, and that's what that was
1: totally. I feel that, dude. Um, it's like one of those things I always try to remind myself every day is um, to um, just can't really get too caught up into what everybody else is saying, you have to right. really be personable with your own work.
0: I mean, that's hard to do though. Like, I, I tell people that all the time is like, don't get caught up with what everyone else is doing, just concentrate on what you're doing, and that's all that matters. But I mean, given the world that we're living in, where everyone is like a DM away. Um, it was sliding. you can easily the place, slide too. in and out um, there's no escaping other people's criticism, feedback or eyes on you but at the end of the day are you really going to let someone else's opinion affect the way you want to see things nah, nah. No. and I think it's, that's what I mean by lost time because once you, once you let that affect you and you lose mad time worrying about other people when you could have used that time perfecting what you want to perfect to the most of your ability you know no one's perfect
1: so besides uh, music and photography you are involved in a couple of other things as well um would you like to give us a little bit insight about that
0: i think um yeah so i don't know it just i i'm of the mentality now where i'm I'm getting older and i just want to try and achieve as much as i can before I get tired. (laughs) Um, So, you know, last year I opened up a barbershop in my hometown, uh, which is really doing well. And it's, you know, all the the visual and social media and uh, um, branding side of it, I took care of. Um, You know, we started this thing called Team Cozy the same time, you know, Street Dreams and Create Explore started up, which was a a hashtag about uh, fashion streetwear, which turned into like a huge, you know, community of people use the hashtag to express how they felt about fashion so then it turned it into an apparel line so team cozy is now an apparel line coming out in december swag Um, (laughs) create and explore is a is a an initiative that i started where it pairs musicians and videographers together um, which is myself and michael salisbury and johnny castle from chicago um, and that, that, I think that one is really special, too, because we're encouraging collaboration between artists that perhaps wouldn't ever collaborate due to lack of funds, lack of resources, or just that misconnection. So we try and make that happen. I'm uh, very adamant about Street Dreams magazine. I, you know, Boop. Uh, very much a big supporter and a helping hand there. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's just, I'm just trying to do as much as I can. When do you sleep? I, yeah, I like to sleep. Dude. I don't, I don't <laughs> no, understand. I sleep. Like I, I feel like one of my biggest, you know, assets is my eyes. No, I'm just kidding. Is <laughs> is uh, time management? Like I just know who, how to prioritize, who to help me, who to get to help me, and uh, I like building teams of people around me too. And I think that's what when I mostly I do talks and I I talk to others is. I, I really stress the importance of creative collaboration because you, I can't do all this by myself, and I don't want to do it by myself. Totally. I don't want to be known as the dude that does that and has no help. I want to know let people know that this you know this took a team of people to create this. Uh, even with my music, I don't do it alone. My label, uh, Future Classic, is you know very supportive. Who also manage me. Um, they are here. I, I know you're um, here somewhere. And uh, I I mean, those are the kind of things I embrace and know that I can't do things on my own and nor do I want to because I feel like it takes a working team of people to help achieve what you want to achieve.
1: So what is all these collaborations? What what kind of purpose are you trying to fulfill with collaborations in general?
0: Has anyone done that test where it tells them what kind of person they are? I forget what it is, but it's... It's uh, on Facebook, dude. I do those all the time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like the personality test and there's like... There's a couple of profiles that it, it says that you are. And I think my one was, like, it's Oprah. Was <laughs> Sorry. There's no way, dude, I'm Oprah. <laughs> but but uh, for me, like, I actually get excited by giving someone a task and see them fulfill it, but also take it to the next level and also seeing them succeed. That's the kind of stuff that excites me because I know that they're going to incite me to do the same and work work just as hard. Um like even within my family, I I am more happy if my family's happy. You totally. Do you know what I mean? If they're if they're happy, that normally makes me even happier. But if, you know, it's it's a direct correlation to how they're feeling that makes me feel the way I feel. But uh, same thing with creative collaboration. I actually really enjoy seeing other people succeed um, and helping them do that. And I think if everyone has that mentality, uh, everyone around you including yourself, are only going to succeed. Totally. You're going to fail a couple of times, but I feel like you'll be failing whilst moving forward. You know yeah. mean, You'll never be stagnant because yeah. everyone's trying to help and you're always moving forward.
1: On top of the collaboration, I feel that since you're literally on the other side of the world, technology is a humongous part oh, of everything sure, that you're doing. Sure. So, um, I guess one of the other questions on top of the collaboration is what does technology mean for you and do you think you will be able to do the things you're doing without technology?
0: No. I mean, there's things I could probably achieve without technology. Brushing your teeth, yeah. How is it? Is it (laughs) brushing (laughs) your (laughs) teeth? Yeah. But it's just like it's it's reality. Like we live in an age where we want to connect with people instantly, and we have that power to do so. And why wouldn't you want to utilize that in the way you work? I think that it's it's just something that you have to embrace. Um, And it definitely doesn't dictate a person's success, but it definitely helps. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
1: Um, so I think that pretty much wraps it up. I think cool. uh, unless uh if there's any other time for Q&As.
0: I think there is. I think that's the majority of Yeah. All the time. Hey what's up man? I know stepping hey. stepping uh, back into photography. What's your favorite preferred lens to shoot with? Um so it's funny when I when people ask me what lens do I use? I just say this one. <laughs> because I don't know just up till recently I don't know what the Terminology was, um, but I shoot with an eighty five millimeter you got it yeah uh one point eight aperture yeah yeah, yeah yeah bro I mean it's just like when I picked up the camera, I just knew that this button made it brighter. <laughs> that button took the photo, um and I just like the way the eighty five millimeter looks. It gives it a very deep, deep look um, What's your favorite lens to shoot with why? You like wide-angle, yeah. So for me, I, I hate wide-angle shots for some reason. <laughs> so <laughs> next question. No, no, it's, do you know what I mean? by this personal preference, and uh, it's weird that 24 means wider. Because when I first started, I was like, if hey, this is 85, then this is like a wide, like, be like a a 128. It. Yeah, exactly. No. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm like, w- even with music, technical, I'm not very technical. I'm very much like a hands-on, touchy-feely kind of dude. your points. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Is that cool? Uh oh, no worries. Hi. Um,
1: hey. What is your favorite photo of yourself? And what is the story behind it?
0: Favorite photo of myself? Mm-hmm. Like a selfie or like... Be specific. Of, of, of you? Like a um, self-portrait? Okay. Self-portrait is my baby photos. There's one of me. Those
1: are sick. Oh, do we have those?
0: Th- no, we don't.
1: I wish we just went I'll on post right on
0: Instagram after this. But it's one <laughs> of me and my older sister and like back in the day when you had like family photos taken you know how they used to like airbrush you into objects we got airbrushed into like this wine glass oh. and like i was mad chubby and i was like i had this little scar in the top of my <laughs> lip because i tried to shave before the photo shoot and i cut my lip that, that one thank you no
1: <laughs> can you please bring that a picture yeah, yeah no i'll All post right. it right <laughs> after
0: this you can see it
1: Hi. So hey. I know that you travel a lot. What's your favorite city? And are you going to Lido concert tonight?
0: Um, I'll try to go to Lido, but i got to go back to the studio after this. Um, I'm not just saying this, but it's a, t- it's a tie between two cities. Uh, New York City. And, yes. Yeah. So, yes. And uh, I think for, for me, New York, only because the people. Uh, just seeing I mean, where I'm from, There aren't many Filipinos. There aren't many Asians. Uh, There aren't many brown people. (laughs) And I I feel a little lonely sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, Um, But like New York is just like so multicultural and it's it's nice. But uh, my uh, tied favourite is also Tokyo. Um, There's something about... I don't know if I could live there, but it's definitely my favourite city because there's something about how uniform Tokyo is and how organised, yet how intense and like chaotic it is, it's like the two, you know, it's a juxtaposition, like, two totally different things combining to make such a beautiful city, and the people are extremely friendly and beautiful, uh, the food's amazing, and you can't take a bad photo in Tokyo, like, it's impossible. Oh, it's not, yeah, it's possible, but uh, it's hard, it's hard to do, yeah. Hello. Hey. First of all, I'm a huge fan. Thank um, you. I love listening to American Girl. Oh, thanks. And uh, that being said... Are we going to be able to hear your voice um, on a couple of other tracks moving forward? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, um, American Girl was, I don't know if anyone read the description in SoundCloud, but it, it was a joke. Um, I was watching uh, Kobe Bryant highlights, which I do every night. And, um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, um, and Not weird. like in the, hi- you know how people add their own music to the highlight reel? It was American Boy by Estelle. And I was like, man, I forgot how dope this song is. Chopped it up, put it in uh, Fruity Loops, and I sung uh, like a, a verse in my iPhone, iPhone, Apple iPhone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the uh, one thing about Apple iPhones is the the voice memo, the the recorder on that, like the mids, are crazy. So I I <laughs> I recorded like the verse over that chucked it into iTunes. This is my creative process. It's very, <laughs> it's a shambles. It's so, raw. Oh, it's so raw. It's so raw. So organic, <laughs> like an apple. <laughs> um, and then, you know how when you put voice memos in iTunes, you got to convert to MP3, man, there's a lot you have to do. And then chucked it in, put like a crazy amount of reverb on. And that was it. And I sent the song to Wafia, who she, she's come with me to New York to perform. Uh, another future classic sign artist, which is really, she's really amazing. And um, we made that song. And for a long time, I was like, I'm not going to put this out because, you know, I don't know if my voice is, uh, you know, put-outable quality. But I was just like, you know, stuff it. I, I like the way it sounds. There's going to be people that, you know, definitely pick up me hitting notes and not as good as I should. And uh, I think that spurred me on, and the the reaction to that song has just spurred me on to want to sing on my album. Um, So I definitely will.
1: Um, Just want to say I'm a huge fan, and thank you you for Songs to Break Up to. Like, for someone that's going through it, it really means a lot. Um, This question is kind of for both of you guys, uh, since you both have a lot of collaborative efforts. um, What are some key habits that you have developed over the years to make those collaboration successful, I'm a huge fan of Team Cozy, create and explore, shoot dreams, like all that. What do you find yourself, you know, traveling the world and just keeping those core habits that help those collaborations manifest? Um, whoa, my voice sound mad deep right there. Uh, transparency is the, main, like, the biggest thing. Um, I've become more honest over the years just because I just don't have no time to waste with anybody. Um, not in like in a, an insulting way, but just more or less just, just being straight up with people. And the more straight up you are with people, you know, the faster outcomes become, so I mean, you could either know if something's good or bad like right off the jump. It's like I'll tell somebody to keep it a buck with them from the beginning, and you just really you know just save a lot of time. And I guess also chilling with people that are not knuckleheads that help, definitely helps. Um, just there's nothing wrong with turning up all the time, but I mean, if somebody wants to do it literally every Tuesday, I think you should, just, you know, you should stop probably. Um, there's <laughs> there's other things to do, and then a lot of our friends that we all like-minded, and so we all have like the very similar um, outlooks on things, so it makes it a lot easier for you know myself and everybody else.
0: Yeah, I agree with Steve. I mean, like when uh, collaborating with people, especially creatively, I mean, you you just gotta like the person firstly. Um, I always find that I find it really hard to work with people that I don't gel with, personality-wise. If I can't vibe down with them, I'm not going to force that working relationship because I, you know, nine times or ten times out of ten, it's not going to come out to what you want it to be or, or something of high quality or something that you can put your name to. Uh, I think s- similar with like Steve and Eric and those at Street Dreams and all the other uh, institutes that I'm kind of collaborating with. Uh, we talk about things other than just work as well, which is important. If I feel, if I can't do that with someone, I feel like there's a there's a block there. I, I don't want to talk about work constantly. If I catch up with you, and it's like you yeah, know how many photos did you take today, or like uh, yeah you're making a beast today. It's like it's it's tiring, you know. You, you made a beast, you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> You do that enough, and you want it to be refreshed by your relationships with people rather than worn out. Do you know what I mean? So try and find those working relationships that inspire you, that refresh you, that make you want to keep creating instead of like wanting to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey man, I got a question about um, what advice would you give to producers that are
1: trying to go from playing local shows to being able to travel the world sharing mm-hmm. art?
0: Um, so yeah, I, I get that question a lot. And uh, so what, I, can you he, can he keep the mic? Um, so you make music at the moment? Yep. And you get in your own local shows, mm-hmm. um, so like just for your in your perspective, how do you feel? What What do you think would take you from local shows to that next upper echelon, uh, uh, traveling the world with your music? I just want to get. Your I, just, point I of think view. it's
1: the right people hearing it, you know. And uh, with the internet, it's awesome, right? Because I can connect with people all over the world. But there's also uh, that's available to everybody else making music, you yeah. know. So it's hard to kind of get above.
0: Yeah, I feel you. So do you, how much do you let something like that question or that dilemma uh, change the way you make music? I don't think it does. Could, you know what I mean? I make yeah. the same music, um, but. Does it ever, because I'll be honest, when I when I first started making music, it controlled the way I made music, like 100%. Um, and sometimes I felt bad about it because sometimes I was like, should I be thinking about what's currently trending? Or, what music other people are making, or like I said, like that person's traveling the world at the moment because he's not making 94 BPM hip hop, he's making 120 house music. Um, should I increase my tempo? Should I make house? Should I make trap? I thought about that all the time. And uh, a lot of the times I did kind of make music that was similar to music that would make you successful or put you in that next category. But one thing that I, I really didn't do was mimic others. I, I tried different styles. I moved into different genres, but I still, I still, and I'm adamant about this, that I still made sure that I had my flavor on it. And that if I didn't like it, I wasn't gonna put it out just because it sounded like what was currently trending. And I think it is like, I would recommend, if you can, is to listen to the music that's currently quite popular. And if you like it, Try and make your own version of it. I think like similar with, with, with things like like photography, if you see a photo that you really like, um, but you know it's not not normally what you take, but you like it. And you know that that kind of photo or that you know that kind of style of portrait is what's quite popular. There's nothing wrong with trying to align the way that you market yourself, I think. Um, as long as you stay true to what you currently make and what you feel like sounds good, I, I don't think you should feel bad about that. But for yourself, if you're wanting to, to definitely get into that next level of wanting to tour around the world, think about maybe how uh, you brand, brand yourself or uh, perhaps what kind of music you want to extend yourself into. Uh, people really like people that push the boundaries uh, and experiment more and, and kind of diversify their sound. Um, but then again, Uh, People also like people that are very true to their sound. So it's a healthy balance. I mean, you have to find that middle ground. Um, But I think the most important thing is just make music that you like. And if you're passionate about that and you practice it and practice it, uh, your art and your love for that art will get stronger and stronger. And so will your fan base. And then so will your opportunities. So it's just, does that help? (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Hi, um, hey.
1: I'm really interested in Create and Explore as well, and I admire how you foster the, these relationships between musicians and videographers, and I was wondering if you could describe your relationship with Samuel Johnson, who designed your visual art for Songs to Make Up To.
0: Yeah, so uh, Samuel Johnson is the artist that did the, uh, the cover, the Songs to Make Up To, and he did Songs to Break Up To, too, and he did a couple of other, he did the Jaden Smith uh, Beast Mode artwork, but... Honestly, uh, he reached out to me via email um, ages ago and, uh, and that's why I was bugging out about Tiger Shark because it's nothing to be proud of but it's something that I make sure that I do is that whenever I get an email that I answer everyone back um, or they check their music out or I check their artwork. If I don't have time, I, I star it so it reminds me to check it later. And he was one of those dudes that I'd never heard of him. Um, and he hit me up wanting to do some artwork for anything that I'd, I'd put out. And um, at that time, I wasn't aware of like how dope he was, but I started and uh, went back to it later that night, checked his work out. I was like, yo, this, I should be honored to work with this dude because his, his catalog was you know, amazing. His artwork was really impressive. And that's just how it started. And then I just used him all the time. <laughs> Um, But I I always think to myself, imagine if I let that one slip or was like, nah, I'm not going to check this link out. I'd be kicking myself because, you know, I have that printed in my house. I think it's like the most beautiful artwork that I've ever put out. And I'm really proud of it and proud that he would want to work with me. So uh, that's how that happened. Yeah. So So uh,
1: thank you so much for taking the time for being here. I know you had a long flight, dude. Thank you, brother. should take a nap. (laughs) we should definitely (laughs) look at that and if you have any other questions you could definitely bother us after the show yeah I'll be sticking uh, around and yeah that's what's up
0: thank you Apple thank you uh, Apple thank you guys for coming out I really appreciate it thank you